Hello and welcome back to The One Where I Met Your Mother, a podcast about friends and how I met your mother. I'm David. I'm Natalie. And how are you today? Um, I'm doing okay. Okay. Good. Yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's, a very, it's a very warm day here in you caught me off guard. Los Angeles. Like, how am I doing? Um, things are coming unplugged as we speak. Uh-oh. This is a disaster. Oh, no. Okay. We have a lot of things on this table. Um... Yeah, I think that's pretty standard, right? Especially in the endless work-from-home era. Yeah. We're, we're, this is our kitchen table, but it's also my desk. Yeah. Five days a week. New and improved desk. Yes. Yeah, we, we, we talked about that last week, how yeah. we're so much further away than we were yeah. for the first 12 episodes. I wonder if that's if that has changed the dynamic. I wonder. Yeah, I can't even, like, reach reach you if I try. Yeah, we could... We could, we could grasp hands though if yeah. you want it yeah that's fine. um that's cute mm-hmm. <laughs> um well let's talk about uh this week's episodes that we watched of friends and how i met your mother this was season one episode 14 so we're talking about we're going to start with friends season one episode 14 the one with the candy hearts mm-hmm. um this is uh it's not just a clever title uh, this is a, a Valentine's Day episode. Yeah. So we start with, um, I mean, I, I hate to get a, ahead of myself, but uh, once again, my prediction was wrong. Okay. Um, I, I predicted this would be Ross-centric, but not yeah. what I what I expected. There was a uh, lot of Ross. Yeah, but I, I, what I predicted was that it would be about Ross making a move on Rachel. That's not. He, he, right. he goes out to... He he asks out a woman in his building who they see who who they see at whom they see at Central Park. Mm-hmm. Um, Joey comes up with this uh, kind of cute, I think, like idea for him to, to hit on her with an egg. I think it was cute. So he borrowed an egg from her. That was the only interaction he had with this woman named Kristen. And I, so then they ask one of the servers at Central Park if they can use an egg. And so he returns it. So it's kind yeah. of a cute. And that paid off when Chandler gave him a hug and crushed the egg. The egg was still in his like jacket pocket. Yeah. So yeah, it was a cute little payoff. The, the woman, by the way, who played, uh, you said Kristen was her name? I think Kristen uh, or Crystal. Uh, Heather Medway is the actress. She looked familiar. So do you remember the Seinfeld episode, The Switch, where Seinfeld, Jerry is dating a woman who doesn't laugh? But her roommate is a lot of fun, right. and he's trying to like go right. from dating one to the other. So she's the fun roommate yes. who like laughs and have, has a good time. Speaking of Seinfeld, both shows do this thing where like if someone's if like a a woman is at like a bar or a restaurant like making eye like it's just like so obvious when like someone's like looking at one of the dudes like over her shoulder yeah. like <laughs> oh who, like it's just so obvious I don't think again people don't behave like this in real life yeah I, I think this is uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves again here with like in, in terms of like comparing right. friends and how I met your mother but um I do like that How I Met Your Mother, especially in this episode we'll get to, like, it shows women as not just being in public, like, to be hit on. Like, they're active participants. Hitting on other people. Hitting on other people. Yeah. Like, they're, like, they're they're looking. They're not just, like... They're going to bars trying to pick up people. Yeah, also. whereas, like, yeah, this woman is, like, if, if she, if her plan is to get picked up at Central Park, then her plan is to just, like sit there and wait (laughs) until someone comes up and hits on it yeah yeah Yeah. um 
so anyway uh ross successfully gets a date phoebe doesn't have a date she's so desperate she's considering going out again with roger from last week fisher yeah. stevens who does not return yeah which as much as i love fisher stevens i'm happy that he yeah uh, didn't his make character is bad yeah um not a bad character it was just a yeah. bad date for yeah. phoebe bad match so um so none of the ladies have a date ross obviously has a date with uh Kristen, or whatever her name is and um joey has a date but he needs to bring along a friend for his date's friend so he brings chandler along um but we'll uh we'll get back to well first okay let's start off with the first most important thing about that i know we're going to get into fashion later but where do we say so when we do our make it fashion segment uh-huh. we're normally talking about stuff we like Either way, I've gone, I've okay. just things that I notice, things that are funny. Sometimes I like it. Sometimes I'm making fun oh, of okay. it. Oh, okay. See, I've been trying to do just things I like. I think it's just a discussion of okay. so notable. Okay. So put a pin in any? Put uh, a pin. Okay. All right. Put a pin stripe. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'll do. I'll put a pin stripe in it. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. So we'll get back to um, to Joey and Chandler, but the, the, the ladies, uh, Phoebe has a friend who has a shaved head, and somehow this is like her name disqualif- is Abby. Her name is Abby. <laughs> yeah. She has a friend with a shaved head, which somehow disqualifies her from giving advice. I guess, yeah. at least in in uh, Rachel and Monica's eyes. There's so many characters in this show. I, I always have to pause and be like, "Which one am I talking about?" Yeah. But anyway, they find out they're. I guess they're desperate enough. They end up following her advice to uh, do this ritual where they burn all of their exes' like stuff. Mm-hmm. Which is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, as a, you and I are renters, you can't you be burning can't, shit in you your can't living room. Start a fire, yeah, and like pour alcohol in it. Basically, just yeah. And they're not dumb people, so it just seems. Yeah, Rachel can sometimes be not dumb, but she's naive. Yeah, and she's the one who pours and the Phoebe's drop in the fire. Like flighty, but none of them are stupid. I guess, like, if anything, Rachel would be kind of like ditzy. But I think she's because growing. She's been sheltered. For she's growing with time. I think um, their friendship has helped her blossom into a smarter yeah. person. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that they, 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 they set a bunch a, of shit on fire. It's a ridiculous. witchy ritual. They could have done it on the balcony. Um, yeah, that's where they should have done it. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, but this is all the the show just sort of like setting up the getting firemen. Yeah, to, we need the firemen to, in to there. Come up. But um, yeah, they, but they should have been. <laughs> Monica and Rachel should be like evicted for setting a fire. Absolutely, in their yeah. Um, uh, also, I'm just, maybe I'm just mad at them as a her suit man. <laughs> oh, they're making fun of making Harry. fun of Monica's ex who had a hairy like chest. Well, okay, they make fun of women who don't have hair. They make fun of men who do have hair. They yeah. make fun of people who are fat. They make fun of people who, yeah, they may, I mean, they make fun of anyone. Yeah. The show's very shallow. I guess that is something that the two shows actually have in common. Um, yeah, but I do think there's a little bit, a slight bit more self-awareness on how I met another's part. It still has a long way to go, but it's like 10 years, like, of knowledge. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't mean to act like the How I Met Your Mother writers are super enlightened. Right. That in general, things right. change. But let's get back. We'll talk about Ross's date later, but I want to get, I want to focus most of my discussion on the Chandler storyline. Yeah. 
because Ross's or I can't keep all the names. Joey's date's friend that needs a date ends up being Janice, whom yes. we met earlier in the yeah. show. Did you see that going into it? Uh, no, I didn't see that oh, coming. Okay. What I did see coming was the like waking up the next morning, then waking up. Uh, that was a very obvious cut. Like of they course. decide, yeah, because Joey like leaves his card behind because right. he feels bad that he's abandoning them. Where which I kind of feel like Chandler was being a baby, like trying to like yeah because this this uh, <laughs> joey's date was like comically horny yeah <laughs> like like squeezing his dick with her toes or something like yeah. that there's a joke about picking up a roll of corn and then she Is ordered a dirty joke she ordered like chocolate mousse for like sex food play <laughs> yeah three chocolate mousse to go and he's like check please basically like <laughs> it's very corny very corny but i i kind of like it um and i and then chandler was like oh you can't leave me but it's like I don't know. It, I, I, I was on Joey's side. Like, obviously he's yeah. going to go. It's, it's strange Girl, to Jim, go on like a blind date on Valentine's day. Isn't it? I don't know. I just think, I think it seems strange, but I guess people, I mean, uh, look, I've never had this problem cause I'm, you know, very, uh, uh always been very popular with the ladies, <laughs> but <laughs> I was never in need of a date on Valentine's day. Like, I think maybe, I think people do, I know from experience that friends, especially like in our younger, uh, younger adult days, like do get kind of desperate and sad about the idea of being alone on Valentine's day. And so someone like Janice is going to be like, fine, you know, right. This is better than nothing. That's probably what she's thinking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they, so so Joey leaves uh, his credit card. He's like, I'm sorry, you know, I'm sorry I'm bailing on you and leaving you with Janice, uh, whom you hate for some reason. Uh, more on that in a second. Here's yeah. my, credit, my credit card. So they end up ordering a bunch of drinks. The most expensive champagne on the menu. Two bottles. Two bottles. Like one bottle per person. Yeah. Um, and of course they wake up, you know, cut to the next morning, they wake up, uh, they, they, they wake up together. Um, but here's what I'm going to complain about how friends is unrelatable to me okay. in some ways. Okay. The fact that the writers of friends expect us to believe that Janice is anything less than a delight and irresistible to be around. Yeah. And it's gorgeous. There's a complete cognitive distance. Funny. She's it's, so fun. Yeah. and so pretty. Yeah. I, I don't understand how like, uh, they all hate her and they all make fun of her relentlessly. And I mean, I think her voice is a, has a lot to do with it. And, but her voice, that's part of her charm. Her like accent is charming. I think so too. So I, I, I feel like the, I don't want to say friends is a bad TV show. Obviously it's a good TV show and people love it, but yeah, one of the things that's great about TV, well-made TV, is the writers and the cast sort of getting to know one another and getting to know the characters better and writing to that. And this feels like a case of, like, the writers just sort of, like, stubbornly saying, no, we've invented an obnoxious character, and no matter right. what all of our senses are telling us that she's right. wonderful, right. we're going to continue to insist. And it feels like that... They should uh, have made her, like, a bad person or, like, rude or something. Like, right. I think the hatred of Janice is also... Tell me if I'm... This is a reach, but, like... I think it's a little bit anti-Semitic. Yeah, probably. Because, yeah. like, the way that she talks is, like, kind of, like, New York yeah. Jew. 
Well, it's very like Fran Drescher-y. It's an exaggerated yeah. um, New York Jewish woman accent. Yeah. Yeah, well, I compared it to Fran Drescher and... Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I feel like everyone loves Fran Drescher, too. Like, you know yeah. that... Uh, yeah. Because the, we, the nanny is all on HBO Max now. Like, yeah. younger people who grew up after the nanny were on have, like, discovered the nanny on mass. And there's, like, yeah. nanny memes and stuff. And I'm all for that because I think Fran Drescher is wonderful. Didn't she... Well, she... Did, I Uh-oh. feel like some yeah <laughs> something happened something. recently. I think she might be it's like an anti-vaxxer. Yeah. Or something. yeah, that's always what it is. Yeah, yeah. Everyone or she like defended a bad person. I forget what it was, but I was like, oh, friend Drescher is canceled. I don't know. Well, I, I still think she's delightful. Maggie Wheeler or friend Drescher. Yeah, can both get away with. A little uh, bit. Yeah. A little bit. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, uh, uh, I love Janice, you love Janice, everyone with a brain loves Janice. Uh, Chandler has no brain, and he tries to break up with her for a third time since this very young series yeah. has has begun, and, and she has a great speech about how, like, this isn't the end, Yeah. Um, which just delighted me, because I yeah. want to see more of her. Um the way she delivers it to you love me. Yeah. You will always love me. Like, it's just so, so funny. Yeah. And we haven't talked about Ross's date at all. Um, it's hilarious to me that he <laughs> takes this woman to Benihana on Valentine's day. <laughs> like it's the fucking, they're going to homecoming after or something like yeah. the, the corniest shit to do for a grown, like professional New Yorker to go to like a chain teppanyaki restaurant. Well, we don't know. It's, I mean, there's day. other teppanyaki. No, there's literally a Benihana sign as an establishing shop. Oh, I didn't even notice that. I didn't even oh. clock that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It literally starts with a Benihana sign and then it goes to the inside, but they're all corny people. It's not like a surprise that he would do that. It is a surprise that Carol and Susan are there because they seem like they seem more cultured, more worldly and more yeah. cultured. Like why would they, I don't, maybe they're like, like you and I have like, I think it's ironically gone to Olive Garden, right? We did a long time a ago. A long time ago. Yeah. But then we were like eating the food and we were like, this isn't This fun. sucks. This yeah. is bad food. This sucks. <laughs> like, I guess I could, uh, you and I have never ironically gone to Red Lobster because there's almost nothing for you to eat. At but Red I would Lobster. go just for the biscuits. The biscuits. Because, yeah, if the food's good, I, I, in my recollection, Red Lobster is good. Olive Garden, I mean, I like those, like, just soaked in butter breadsticks, like butter salt, you know, the breadsticks. But they were so much better when we were, I thought, like, when I when I was a child, those breadsticks and, like, salad, that was so good. And when I had it, you know, 10 years ago or whatever, yeah. it was so lacking. I think they changed the recipe, or maybe my tastes have gotten more refined. I don't know. That's probably that's probably a big part of it. Um so anyway, uh, Benihana, I don't know. Yeah. The, I love a Teppan grill. Anytime, like, I think it's a fun. Okay. <laughs> you don't like. I guess I'm a snob. It's or not I'm just bad. shy. I think you don't like having to respond to people. Yeah, you I don't, don't like, like having to. Interaction. You don't like interaction. Yeah. Yeah. At all. <laughs> yeah. That's, <laughs> uh, with you. I mean, like, you're the only person I really like. <laughs> Davey. <laughs> Uh, that's, yeah, that's an exaggeration. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm not good on. I'm not big on like uh, you know audience participation, right? That right. sort of the, yeah. that sort of thing. There was a um, uh, an episode of. Do you remember the episode of Modern Family where where um, Mitch Mitch takes it's Cameron and Mitchell, right? Yeah. Mitchell takes Cameron to a play and intentionally doesn't tell him that it's like one of those like 
interactive yeah. plays where like the beforehand the yeah. the characters are like milling about and and Cameron like or yeah Cameron I guess is like I forget which one's which we watched that show for 11 years and I can't remember which one is which one is Jesse Tyler Ferguson he's Mitchell Mitchell no I don't know or is he Cameron I don't know wow any listeners are probably like screaming I know we we, you and I literally we watched because that show started like right around the time we started dating and we watched every single episode of that show. I blocked it out of memory. Can't even it remember was which too much. Was. Anyway, Jesse Tyler Ferguson is like pissed off, and I like I fully relate to that. I would like if you did that to me. If you took me to a play that you knew was interactive and okay. didn't tell me, I would storm out. Mitchell Pritchett is. Um, That's Jesse Tyler Ferguson. Yes. Um, also, I think if alcohol was involved, I think you'd have fun. I think we we would just have to kind of loosen you up a little bit and you'd have a good time okay well i guess alcohol is involved it yeah tap on yeah yaki so yeah. Uh, just start with the sake yeah or three yeah um okay so uh but uh, as corny as benny Hunt is the only thing worse is <laughs> ross's date banter about mm-hmm. like he's not listening to her but, but first it starts with him making some sort of like really labored joke <laughs> about like jet lag must be worse for dogs yeah. because of the seven years to one year mm-hmm. thing it's like horrible <laughs> it's <laughs> not funny Kristen yeah. is like quite a sport <laughs> yeah for, for for going along yeah uh uh with this but then yeah like i said carol and susan show up and then susan has to leave for work has to leave for work so carol's alone so ross invites her over ends up talking to her doesn't even realize that Kristen is left um and i found that like i think that was this is one of those things that i find ross so off-putting that even when the show's supposed to be like building sympathy for him mm-hmm. i'm just like ugh being a child like yeah. so like his whole thing about why he just wants to be with carol is because things with her are easy and mm-hmm. i understand what that's supposed to mean like oh we have a rapport mm-hmm. but it also just i think speaks to his boyishness and the way that he's like the favored son uh mm-hmm. we, 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 we've heard um and and i think he's just so, like he's entitled and he's used to getting her his way and so he i don't know if I believe that he loves Carol or if he just, mm, or believe, if it's just easy for him. I believe that he does. I do believe that he loves Carol. Like he, when he, his date was talking, yes, it was rude that he was so dismissive of his date, but he can tell that Carol was upset and like feeling lonely. He knows she's pregnant and he can't like focus on anything else. He's just like, I want Carol to feel better. Mm. Well, I'm glad you're, on Ross's side. And, okay, <laughs> in other ways, too, I'm on Ross's side. Just, like, he's good. We might have talked about this before, but he's good at physical comedy. Oh, David Schwimmer is. Yeah, David yeah. Schwimmer. Yeah. And his character gets away with, like, a lot of hilarious, like, stunt work. Yeah, well, what the, I mean, he put his, he got a mushroom stuck to his forehead in this episode. Well, sure if you remember part. the the Tepon Grill, the the chef, like, <laughs> threw, threw, like, a shrimp in the air, and he caught it in his mouth, and it was obviously, like, hot, like, straight from the grill, Yeah, and he spit it right back out, but it was, like, I wonder how many takes that yeah. took to get that, but it was very funny. Yeah, good for him. Okay, yeah, good for David Schwimmer. I still don't really like Ross. Um, yeah. So we haven't really talked. I mean, I guess I I went all out of order. But the resolution of the episode is the ladies like 
have a date with some firemen, mm-hmm. uh, who then we find out in the tag are all married men. Um, right. Uh, Janice breaks up with Janice, but she's like, not really, you know, yeah. I'll be back. They all make fun uh, of him for sleeping with her. Oh yeah. The hallway reunion was yeah. like such a great scene though. Yeah. Because again, it, it's like the show. <laughs> I feel like on the one level, it's like supposed to, you're supposed to be joining all these characters and making fun of Chandler for sleeping with Janice. Mm-hmm. But also what I feel like the at what is actually happening is the show is building up more and more sympathy for Janice. Cause you're like, this person's so nice and bubbly and fun and sweet. And all these people are just being making, just, just being, making fun yeah. of her. Um, but that was a funny scene of everyone coming out and, and, and Monica calling Ross. Yeah. And, uh, it just, it, it, it's again, the writing, like, Backfiring. It feels like it's supposed to be making fun of Janice, but I like her more at the end of that scene than I did to begin with, which was a pretty high level to begin with. They're also cruel to Janice in the way that, like, maybe she's too lame to realize that they're all making fun of her. Like, because she is not wise to it. She doesn't say, like, why are you making fun of it? Like, at, what, at no point is she, like... Monica, that's rude. That's fucked up. Like, you know, like she doesn't realize she's just like, Oh, hi, nice to see you. And everyone else is like being so horrible to her. Yeah. So maybe she's, um, yeah, maybe she doesn't let it get to her. Maybe she does know. I think she knows. And she's just like super, like doesn't care self-actualized. And yeah, I'd uh, like to think that. Yeah. That's a good way to think of it. Like, yeah. these fools don't... But why would she want to be with Chandler? Yeah, that's what I don't get. Yeah. Uh, um, he broke up with her on New Year's Eve, and now Valentine's Day. Yeah. Like, he's a bad guy. Yeah, he is He is a bad guy. Ross is a bad guy. Joey, who can be a creep, mm-hmm. and is a creep in this episode, more on that later, um, mm-hmm. uh, is the nicest... <laughs> He's he's the best of the three guys, right? Yeah, he finds a girl just as horny as him. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying, I don't know if if someone that I care about, a friend or family member, were going to be dating one of these three characters, mm-hmm. I'd be happiest for her if it were Joey. Yeah, at this point, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, oh yeah. Last thing, I forget, we skipped over it. I meant to mention. Not only do they order. Because uh, I kind of liked this line. Not only do they order a bottle of champagne each, but then Ro- or Chandler, I say I can't get the name straight. Chandler also orders a Rob Roy, and, he, and then she gives him a look, and he's like, "I've always wanted to know." Yeah, um, which is funny, but also I like a Rob Roy. It's, it's just a Manhattan with scotch instead of whiskey. Um, Ugh, that wouldn't be for me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Rob Roy is 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 good. Did you have before we move on to our little segments for this for Friends mm-hmm. season one episode fourteen, the one with the candy hearts? Did you have any other? Uh, general observations um let's see anything we didn't touch on no i i guess it like the funny line with the um with the firefighters is them saying like oh this is like the third time we've had to respond to like um a boyfriend bonfire yeah <laughs> so apparently it's like a common thing that like on women Valentine's are doing Day. like a witchy ritual of <laughs> yeah. trying to get rid of yeah. their bad juju with men yeah that's funny. Yeah, it's I like guess. reductive and silly. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But uh, yeah, those firemen were cute. I guess I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
All right, let's move on to our funniest moments. I'll I'll, I'll start uh, okay. because you'll start with the how I met your mother one. Funniest moment for me, well, and you you alluded to it, and I kind of tried to push past because I knew it was gonna be my, my funniest moment. Um, the payoff of Ross not listening to to Kristen, you know, when he introduces Carol, Carol is a sixth grade teacher, and she does this, and Kristen does something that isn't even her major. <laughs> like, yeah. just that's all he got from her entire story. Yeah. I thought that was very funny. Yeah. Um, we mentioned already the, um, like, physical comedy of Ross catching the little chunk of food in his mouth. <laughs> that was very funny. Um, when they're doing their boyfriend bonfire, Phoebe's kind of, like, reading the, like the the witch manual right the recipe the witchy the rec- recipe yeah and the way she, the, her line reading of now we need the semen of a a righteous man <laughs> um and then of course like there's a joke about like if we had semen of a righteous man we wouldn't be here yeah. right now which wasn't even the funniest part it was phoebe's yeah. reading of yeah. it um i also thought it was funny when joey <laughs> was talking to Chandler about his date and he says something like I don't know what slathering is but I definitely <laughs> want to be part of it yeah. like we don't even know what slathering yeah that's not like a 50 cent word yeah that's, yeah so she's I guess she like at some point says to him like I want to slather chocolate mousse on your body and yeah. lick it off or whatever and he's like Shh. but context clues like you would know <laughs> slather um wasn't there something with george costanza and like the food oh um well yeah oh yeah he tried to mix food sex and tv and he's eating like a sandwich like, like in a the night sandwich <laughs> so <laughs> um, well, because pastrami is the most sensual of the salted cured meats. <laughs> right. And then, uh, and then he says, yeah, pastrami is a big part because then when he adds TV, he ends up just ignoring the woman and just like under the covers of the portable TV eating a sandwich. Just eating a sandwich. And then he says to to Jerry, I flew too close to the sun on wings of pastrami. And Jerry goes, yeah, yeah that's what you did. <laughs> that's what you did. <laughs> um, this isn't a Seinfeld podcast. Yeah. I'm sure those exist. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to friends, but make it fashion. I'm glad I get to go first. Cause I think we probably have the same one, but in the final Janice scene, her red coat with the leopard print collar and cuffs. Holy shit. That was so cool. Yeah. She was, she always mixes a lot of animal prints. Yeah. Cause her bag was a different animal. Print. Yeah. Like cheetah. Yeah. And, another cheetah um, leopard? But, uh, leopard yeah I think her cheetah? coat was leopard had, yeah. it was like a red like I don't know I don't know what the material was of, of, of the coat like a suede or yeah. I don't know something like that it's just a fuzzy yeah but it had big puffy leopard yeah. print like a huge collar that came all the way down and then big uh, chunky cuffs that were leopard print that was definitely my fashion moment the one I was going to say before that I my least favorite fashion moment um uh, and you've called out turtlenecks a lot on mm-hmm. this show, but uh, Joey's white turtleneck. Oh. oh, I hated it. He also has a red one. Um, and I wondered if like that was his like Valentine's Day choice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, to dinner, he wears the white one. Right. Which is like, oh, I, I hated it. Uh, what, what are your fashion um, moments? So this wasn't my favorite, but this made me chuckle, was Kristen Ross's date at the Teppanyaki Grill. She had a, a shirt with, like, little bows down the center. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a white shirt with three little bows, and it just looked like a child. It's junior, yeah. Yeah, it was very junior. Uh, okay, well, let's... Uh, uh, now you get to point out any running jokes or... 
not just running jokes, also motifs mm-hmm. that that might have popped up that I might have missed. Obviously, there's returning characters. There's Janice, sure. there's Carol, there's Susan. Yeah. So we've talked in the past how the friends are lame because they drink coffee, but um, Phoebe was drinking beer. The girls were drinking beer when they were doing their um, when they were like planning their Valentine's Day. They're making a salad and like all yeah. drinking beer, making a beer, yeah, making a salad. Um, Oh, I was grossed out by Joey talking about um, he was like getting Chandler into like go on this double date with him, and his way of like getting Chandler on board is saying like she's needy and vulnerable. Uh, I have a note to talk about Cha-ching. that later. Yeah, and that's like played for fun, and that's gross. And How I Met Your Mother does the same thing. Like, yeah, I, well, again, well, at the end we'll talk about similarities and differences, and I have all this. Oh, I see. Okay, as part of my <laughs> um, uh, my observations. Okay, yeah, that's that's it. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm-mm-mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient comfortable ah should we move on then to how i met your mother season one episode 14 zip 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 yeah yeah um which i'm just realizing now the name of the episode why is it called that is it like the zip of lily like peeing people taking their clothes off yeah why did i why did i why is it okay. called? Okay. At any rate, there? I'm gonna. Okay, so let's let's start with um, what's happening. So Ted and um, Victoria have been kind of hot and heavy, but not mm-hmm. hot. You know, they're just spending a lot of time together. And then, of course, Victoria has her like weird rules. So she is saying that like she doesn't want to have sex until a month in so she has like an abstinence rule for a month which again the The same thing as last week i feel like so annoying victoria is almost like a parody of a rom-com like yeah (laughs) love interest yeah exactly and i've just like it's not fun re-watching this i'm do do you ever like think about what was the younger you thinking when this first aired, I was so into Ted and Victoria. I was like, this is a great, uh, I ship them or whatever. I definitely And didn't. now I don't. I think everything I, I don't about know what their I was thinking relationship I was is annoying. Very, very annoying. And I don't, I don't like them together. Um, so anyway, Marshall and Lily are celebrating their ninth anniversary. And they were going to go out of town for the weekend to a maple... <laughs> Bread and breakfast? Yeah. Bread and breakfast. Yeah. Which I will say, you and I have been together longer than nine years. Well, from dating. Because yeah. they're, they're not married yet. This is their dating. Yes. Nine years, which you and I didn't really observe anniversaries until we got married. Did we? No. Yeah. So um, you and I have been married for almost exactly seven years. Coming up in seven years. Yeah. Uh, very soon. But we've been together longer than that. And I will say... I thought the bed and breakfast sounded fun. <laughs> Me too. We would have made it so fun. Yeah. yeah. So they decide last minute to like stay home because they don't want to deal with all of that. They'd rather just like order Chinese food and watch Quantum Leap and be cozy. Um, so, but this coincides with Victoria 
um, agreeing to like break their abstinence vow because she'll she'll be out of town for like the 30 day mark. Right. So they're like, well, we could do it now. So they go back to the house. Marshall and Lily um, don't want to fuck it up for Ted. So they're hiding in the bathroom for most of the episode and um, they have some like silly times Lily has to pee and okay I think I is the zip 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 thing there are three storylines and in each storyline at least one person gets undressed like Lily to takes, pee yeah Ted for sex and, and Barney, Barney for hopeful hopeful <laughs> sex yeah. with Robin um, yeah that's another thing in this uh, little recap is um Barney and Robin have like a bro down where they like go to like a cigar bar and then they go to laser tag and then they go back to Robin's house to play battleship McLaren's McLaren's yeah and like kind of um yeah they're like each other's I guess wingmen wingman in it yeah um and he thinks that they're gonna have sex and she turns him down and it's kind of revealed that she might have feelings for Ted. Which we knew last week because she cried when she saw Ted right. and Victoria. Right, but now Barney knows. Now more people know. Now Secret's Barney, out. yeah. And there was a phone call that, um, I guess Barney called Ted and like, basic, like uh, in a weird like veiled way said like so you're over everyone else right now like you're into victoria so you don't care if anything if i make a move on who you know so he didn't say i'm gonna make a move on robin is that cool he had just sort of general so ted just said yeah that's fine whatever i think he said like like say maybe robin or yeah and he said yeah good luck with that good luck with it yeah yeah where i was thinking like it's possible because you know Barney made a good point to Robin saying like neither of us want anything serious we are compatible and we have a good time together we both want sex without you know strings attached and she's kind of like "Mm, that's not a bad point Mm -hmm. and I was really nervous and maybe that will happen I don't know but um, I don't think so I, I would hope not but who knows um, well, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's the thing. So I don't know what to say. To Who's to say? I guess we'll never know. Um, okay. Anything else happen? Um, uh, I have a number of uh, things that I wanted to, observations that I had, but some of them, I couldn't fit all my funniest moments of this episode into one. There were many moments in this episode that were very funny. Okay. But we'll get to, we'll get to that, uh, 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 later um, I did like also a holdover from the last episode because um, you know we just talked about how we don't like Victoria yeah <laughs> I love that Marshall and Lily also oh, don't like Victoria them making fun of the conversation <laughs> yeah. was very fun because it's like I want this moment to last forever like it yeah. was just like their their conversation on the couch as like foreplay was just like so like torturous it was awful yeah and as so i like them making marshall being like this moment is fleeting because it's being chased by another moment there's like a <laughs> little hand movement of like a moment yeah chasing that was moment. like one of my funniest oh yeah mine too sorry I, I, that's, I, okay. that's okay um uh <laughs> okay maybe i'll save that for the fashion uh what do you think okay speaking of comparing us to Marshall and Lily. Uh, I'm all for couples never peeing in front of each other ever to maintain the mystery. We've str- I mean, I'm not going to say <laughs> this is like a struggle in our relationship, but I've had to kind of cater to you because I, I would see no 
problem with that. Really? Yeah, and I, I say really, but I know how you feel. But I, I like the maintaining the mystery part of that. But there's like a whole like element of like shame involved, which I don't like. Yeah, well, I guess you weren't raised Catholic. No. Yeah. I mean, I did. We've talked about it before, and I did grow up in a naked house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you very much didn't. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, grew so up in I've, a repressed Catholic house. Yeah. yeah. So I've like, where's the compromise? Because I feel like I've had to be like a, a door shut peer this whole time. Yeah. Good. But what have you done? To compromise. I do all kinds of stuff. Name one. I love how we're going to have... <laughs> but in other... Okay, so no, you've compromised on that. But in other ways, you've turned me into like a food sharer when we, when we, when we go out. Okay. If we, well, we'll, we have different diets because I meet right. and you don't. Right. But if it's possible for us to share, I will share food, which I used to be like, no, this yeah. is mine. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of the, an early episode of the Doughboys podcast. Um... Uh, one of the co-hosts, excuse me, darling. One of the co-hosts, Mitch, uh, said, "I would rather buy you your own order of French fries mm-hmm. than give you one of my French fries." And I totally get that, but I think you've changed me on that. You've made me more of a sharer. I saw some some post on social media, and it was like a silly menu where there was like a little portion of the menu that it was called my girl or my girlfriend is not hungry, but it was like a side of fries or a side of onion rings <laughs> that you like add yeah. girlfriends not hungry. Well, we went, you and I went out uh, for your birthday um, a few months ago to a steakhouse where maybe this is a common thing in the steakhouse uh, at steakhouses, but I've never done it before. We basically, you didn't want a steak. You just wanted the sides. Yeah. So we said we were going to split the steak. Oh yeah. Madonna Inn. Madonna Inn. Yeah. They said, we said we were going to split the t- steak and they were like, okay, it's only like, Twelve ninety five more, and you get double sides. Yeah, which is so perfect. I hope. More, uh, yeah, I wish more, more places should do that. Yeah, Maybe more they steakhouses do. should do that. If they, they don't, don't go to a lot of steakhouses. But hey, I, well, hey, and that's not you know, it's my decision. Yeah, I go to steakhouses all the time. Uh, <laughs> I'm a real man's man. Yeah, you're <laughs> um, a real meat and potatoes kind of. Dude. Yeah, um, I thought it was funny that Lily drinks Mountain Dew while they watch <laughs> Quantum Leap. Yeah, that was very funny. Um, here's. My, I have a pet peeve though okay. about story, and you see it in sitcoms or in movies like Can't Hardly Wait. Um, the the trope, the storytelling trope of like someone stuck in the bathroom for a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe in the party in Can't Hardly Wait, there's other bathrooms or whatever. But like the big, the thing I kept thinking the entire episode was like. Ted and Victoria don't have to pee. There's only one bathroom in right. this apartment. They've right. had two bottles of They've, wine. Yeah, yeah. They didn't have to pee at all. Yeah. Until after they had sex. Yeah. That's when Ted comes out. No. To, to pee. That I, I didn't. I didn't buy that. No. You know, uh, like earlier in the season when Barney slept in the bathroom, pretended to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, Lily peed in the middle of the night, yeah. not knowing that he oh, was asleep in yep. the bathtub. Yeah. That's what would happen. Like. Yeah. You couldn't what, hide. What would they have done? Because you're supposed to pee before <laughs> and after sex. I know. Huh. So, yeah, Victoria. I guess that wine really went to her head and she just wasn't thinking. Yeah, she's going to give herself a bladder infection, a UTI. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I guess that, because there's a bathroom, there's a window in their bathroom, but that's not the one that has the fire escape. The one in the living room has the fire right. escape. So that one, they can't go out. Yeah. Uh, so they would, yeah, that. they would be forced to like hide behind the shower curtain in the tub. 
Yeah. Oof. Scary. And, uh, you know, Marshall is a big guy. <laughs> had to be taken out of the yeah. top. Plus, I don't know. Okay. I don't know if you're like this. Uh, <laughs> revealing things about ourselves. If I use the bathroom in another person's house, the first thing I do is check the tub and make sure mm-hmm. there's not someone in there. Yep. It's weird, I right? I do, too. It's not weird because um, a little peek in my childhood, like, we went to, like, a babysitter's house, and there was, like, a creepy kid who was in the bathroom, like... He would hide in the bathroom yep. and wait for people to pee? Yep. And, yeah, it was a problem. And so ever since... Ever since then, I always check. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Marsh, basically, Marsh and Lily wouldn't get away with hiding in our bathroom. No. We'd, they'd be discovered too Immediately. Sweet. Yeah. Um, I don't check in our bathroom, though. <laughs> I think I do. Who do you think's going to be there? <laughs> <laughs> I guess our cat, uh, her name is yeah. Rush Lou, she does sometimes like she to does. hang out in the empty, yeah. empty tub. Yeah. Weirdo. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, uh, last thing, I don't know if you noticed this, the, it ends with them playing Battleship, which they've, uh, with, sorry, Barney and Robin playing Battleship, uh, which they both admitted to being cheaters early on, and Barney says his move is to just stack all the ships on top of one another. Yeah. I don't know if you glanced at his board, that's exactly what he oh, does. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Props to the prop. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, uh, are we moving on to funniest moment? Yeah. I think you start. Um, okay. Um... I, I don't know. I thought this was like a cute, it wasn't my funniest moment, but, um, when Rob, when, um, Robin says your relationship is a fourth grader cause they've been together for nine, nine years. Nine years. Yeah. I thought that was cute. Um, I also liked, so when Barney and Lily are like hiding out in the bathroom, they're saying like, he, like Ted really needs to have sex. Like, so we need to like do this for him, like stay uh-huh. here. We don't want to ruin the moment. And I think <laughs> Marshall says, like, if we don't do this for him, one of us will have to have sex with Ted and it's not going to be me. <laughs> Basically like <laughs> telling his girlfriend that his she's going to have his yeah. fiance. Um, and I thought that was funny. Like, well, obviously like one of us is going to have to have sex with him if he doesn't have sex with, um, Victoria tonight. Um, also, I liked when um, at the at the um, laser tag place when Barney says, "Want to go get a soft pretzel?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> at the end of it, um, that was fun. Um, so I have a few. I'll um, I'll work my way up from to, to my funniest. The first one in like the very first scene at McLaren's when they're all talking about their plans for the weekend, and uh, Robin says looks like it's just me and you and barney's like really and she's like oh, i was talking to my martini yeah i <laughs> like that that also. was funny yeah um i liked uh, uh oh actually that's the first group scene the very first scene is marshall and lily listening outside the bedroom when they think ted and victoria are having sex yeah right yeah and then victoria comes out and like catches them and they all like run scatter like, yeah and then uh, and so then they start talking and then uh lily goes oh victoria you're here <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. And then my favorite isn't even a line, but <laughs> the first time that um, Marshall opens the bathroom door and it cuts to the wide shot of his little Ted face. Victoria and his yeah. face is just like creeping. Yeah, <laughs> that, was that was very funny. Super funny. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, how I met your mother? But make it fashion. Um, well, um, Robin suits up. You know, for their bro night, yeah. and she's wearing like a pinstripe suit with like right. a corset, an awful corset, an awful corset. I hate it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think you and I are on the same page about Ro- uh, Robin's, Robin's yeah. 
outfits are often not good. Mm-mm. Yeah, I hated your corset. Me too. Had like like big like ring buttons. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I hated it. Um. Yeah. I uh, another thing I thought was terrible was like Lily's like nighttime boots or whatever. <laughs> like nighttime boots and Victoria's Secret pink pants. Like, come on. Well, I guess in 2006, maybe. But Lily, I, I, I feel like Lily is not a a pink yeah. kind of okay. gal. Yeah, you're probably right. There's a certain, like, no judgment, but maybe a little bit. But, like, I was not a pink, you know? Right. Like, I would never wear Victoria's Secret pink pants. Are, are pink pants worn by a character type that will be established by how many, how many other seasons to come? The Woo Girls? You know, woo girls. I know the woo girls, girls. The girls at the bar yeah. who go woo. Are those the type of yeah. ladies who wear pink? Okay. And also the people who would like wear Uggs out in okay. public. You okay. know, it's just like I feel like Lily's kind of basic. She is kind of basic. I don't know. I feel like we're being very judgy. We are. <laughs> you and I. We totally are. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't want to alienate any um, Ugg wearers or. Victoria's Secret pink pants wearers. Yeah, it just we, seems out of we're character. Big here. Just seems, yeah. Um, so I was like searching to try and find an outfit in this episode that I liked. Yeah. And the best I could come up with was I thought they looked cool in their laser tag vests. <laughs> <laughs> that, was the, that was the best bit of fashion I could find in the entire episode yeah. for me. Uh, okay, burning jokes and, and mo- motifs. Any word? Did you, did you clock any? Uh, I've got a few here. Um, okay, so. Um, let's see. Okay. It was gross when like Barney was talking about like, I can't believe she'd make you wait a month. The only reason you should wait a month for sex yeah. is if the girl is 17 years old and 11 months, yeah, which is I like, have that written down again. So similarities gross and, and predatory. I was going to compare Barney and Joey. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, cause Joey, yeah, we'll just get to it now. Like Joey is a creep in this episode with his like, Oh, she's needy and vulnerable thing. Yeah. And I, my thought was like, Oh, Joey's being a bit of a Barney here. Yeah. And then Barney in this episode manages to out creep Joey with the 17 years, 11 months yes. joke. Um, also I love the, um, that we uh, like saw Robin's dogs, three of them. There are three big dogs in her apartment. Yeah. Yeah. We don't just hear them and they're good dogs. They're just like chill. Yeah. We, we've seen them before when Ted, uh, was over there in the first episode. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, speaking of which, um, the blue French horn is still on blue Robin's French horn. mantle. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, you mentioned the Robin suits up. Robin suits up. Um, yeah, there was a gross um, comment about like daddy issues being hot in a woman. Yeah, problematic. But I would say the biggest to me like establishment of of a couple of running jokes slash motifs is I mean we've definitely gotten hidden hints of it before, but Robin being like a bro type of. Lady, sure. a, yeah. a, a guy's girl or whatever sort of that's a st- stupid stereotype yeah but, uh robin being a bro and robin and barney having like camaraderie mm-hmm. is um or a quid quid pro bro <laughs> quid pro bro yeah um yeah that's definitely the the this is the writers and the cast like hitting on something they realize works and so barney and robin barney and robin as a pairing okay. is going to be a lot of fun going forward okay um, should we talk about similarities? Well, I heard like, my big one was the 
the the the two the two creeps, Joey yeah. being a creep and Barney being that, a creep. and also um, lesbianism as a punchline. <laughs> oh right, yeah, because there's um, uh, uh, Barney. The listener knows, I'm assuming, because they've... Well, I don't know, we can't assume the listeners also watched the episode. So in case they didn't watch the episode, Barney is trying to... Because Barney and Robin and McLaren are trying to, like, find someone for the other one to hit yeah, on. And yeah. Barney points out a, a woman who has, like, short hair and, like, a collar button right. shirt. Um, and, and uh, you know, Robin's like, oh, that's a woman. And, and he's like, oh, oops, or... Or maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then we very quickly find out that the woman actually is a, a lesbian because she hit on the the woman that Robin tries to set up with Barney. Right. So yeah, that's the that's the lesbianism as, as a yeah. punchline joke there. And then Friends, it's every single episode when talking about Carol and Susan and Ross's terrible luck because, you know, he's having a baby with a lesbian. And then um, he makes eyes on another woman as she walks past and Carol is like... Not, not her, because uh, I guess Carol's gaydar picked up that this woman was also a lesbian, right? Is that what you no, took out from that? I took from that that, um, like, she still wants, she still wants some control over Ross's life. Oh, see, and I, maybe I, she, because this woman who walked by was, like, tight clothes, like, very busty. We didn't see her face, but also, like, objectifying this woman as just, like, a body. So I took it as, like, she's still trying to exert some control over his life. But Carol specifically says, you just need to find a woman who likes men. Oh, I missed that. And then that. Ross looks up, and Carol says, not her. Okay. So I took it as a gaydar you're type right. of thing. You're right. I didn't, I didn't notice that. But yes, you're absolutely right. Okay. As long as I'm right. That's what's important. Mm-hmm. Any other similarities or differences between the two shows this week? Or do you want to move on? Yeah, I forgot to mention um, in the Friends episode, um, <laughs> the props were like, the props um, staff was like not on their game. Did you notice that the restaurant, the wine was in like weird baskets? <laughs> like this restaurant decor was just so confounding to me like it like all the art on the walls were so weird really? and the chairs were like weirdly cushioned couches like it was just so mismatched and odd yeah. and to present like it's supposed to be like a nice kind of a fancy restaurant but the wine was presented in these like wicker baskets but isn't that a thing in like italian restaurants i, I feel like it, but i don't even know if it was an italian restaurant right yeah where do you get chocolate mousse for dessert? They French were having, they were having lobster. There were like lobsters and like, huh. it was just a weird, weird restaurant that didn't seem to. It's just like a vaguely classy restaurant. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I noticed this. I don't care about continuity errors, but um, the bathroom window uh, in Marshall and Lily's story uh, closes mysteriously. Um, but it's weird that it was open in the first place. If it's February in New York City, why would you have the window open? Yeah. I also noticed cool. in their bathroom, I was annoyed how many like paper cups were like littered around the room. Like, you go get yourself an actual glass. You could reuse it. Yeah, it's better for the environment. Yeah. Uh, well, let's play favorites, huh? Yes. Okay. Yes. I'll, I'll just say how I met your mother was funnier. So I thought the Friends was my favorite. Okay. We disagreed. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I had trouble narrowing down a funniest moment in this How I Met Your Mother episode, and that's a, that's a big deal for me. Also, I really like the Barney and Robin uh, pairing. I like, 
I like when Barney is a person, <laughs> you know, as opposed to just like a caricature. Yeah. And, and there's a little bit more of that here. Honestly, like I really don't like Victoria. I don't like Ted and Victoria. And I think that that colored the episode for me. I get it. I get it. I don't know why I liked it when I was younger. I did like in the Friends episode up until like the firefighters, you know, like hitting on them at the end. I like like the three of them doing their own thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I guess it's like about like men treating them poorly. Yeah. It's not a Bechdel test. It's not. It's not a pass. Yeah. Uh, Okay. All right. Well, let's move on to our segments in which I get to have fun by saying things that embarrass Natalie. Uh, Start with the first segment, which is called How Were We Doing? Mm -hmm. This is where we look at what was going on in the world uh, or at least in the country on the days that these episodes aired. So the Friends season one, episode 14, the one with the candy hearts aired on Thursday, February 9th, 1995. Uh, Interesting thing that happened that day. Bernard A. Harris Jr. became the first black uh, astronaut to perform a spacewalk oh wow so uh good for bernard a harris jr yeah i don't remember that happening but that's Neither awesome do I. There's definitely this is a time in my life when i'm not paying attention to like the news right. in february of 1995 right you know um on february hold on february 6th 2006 um, 11 years later, there's, uh, oh, uh, a, a number of things that happen, most of which are very boring. Um, <laughs> um, but, uh, what we're in, in Canada, Stephen Harper is sworn in as the 22nd prime minister. Okay. Let's go to our favorite thing. Uh, top five songs in the USA. Um, now last time, it was five songs that we didn't know. Neither of us knew. Here, it's a lot of overlap, but there's one song that I do know and wish I didn't. Um, so again, Beyonce, Check On It. I don't remember how Check On It goes. No. Nope. Nellie Grills. Nope. I don't remember that's from last week. Mary J. Blige, Be Without You. Mm, no? No. Zac Efron, Breaking Free. No. I don't remember Zac Efron having a pop... No. Hit. Uh, but the one that I know, unfortunately, is, uh, of course, You're Beautiful by James Blunt. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. We're coming off like real snobs this episode, aren't we? Yeah, but that, I mean... I guess that's who we are. That's who we are. <laughs> well, uh, that's how are we doing. Now let's move on to challenge accepted mm-hmm. this is where we uh make predictions on what's going to happen i wish there was a video episode. component because he raises his finger in the air yeah well because i feel like that's something barney that's would do have, yeah. barney has to do a gesture like yeah. he does in this episode they do a freeze frame high five yeah yeah <laughs> uh so challenge accepted is when we uh <laughs> try to predict what's gonna happen on next week's episode based okay. only on the titles of the episodes but first we have to revisit our predictions from last right. week yes so i predicted that the one with the candy hearts would involve ross pressuring himself to make some sort of declaration to rachel right i failed you that. failed yeah um what did i say you said that zip 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 meant that ted despite being in a relationship with victoria still knows zip about her <laughs> so i think that's a two-way yeah we both yeah i think we both uh um, we both blanked that one. Uh, no new votes on the Cameron Mannheim thing. We remain at a draw as to whether or not Cameron Mannheim is a big enough star mm-hmm. to count as a name guest star. 
big celebrity guest star. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's make our predictions. I'll start with my prediction okay. of what's going to happen okay. in Friends Season 1, Episode, episode 15, 15, which is called The One with the Stoned Guy. <laughs> okay, The One with the Stoned Guy. Stoned means high on marijuana. Mm-hmm. Not like that old-timey, like, when stoned used to mean, mean drunk, you know, like mm-hmm. in the, like Johnny Cash songs. Right. Or, or even in Piano Man, as the businessmen slowly get stoned. Yeah. It used to mean drunk, now it means Getting marijuana high. high. Yeah, jazz cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the one with the stoned guy. I'm going to guess that Phoebe dates a stoner. Okay. All right, Phoebe dates a stoner. So that's locked and loaded. Locked and loaded. In the <laughs> books. Keep going. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. No, sorry. All etched right. in stone. What? Is that? <laughs> yeah, no, that's perfect. <laughs> you got three. That's the, that's the comedy number. All right. Um, I Met Your Mother, episode 15. Season one, episode 15. It's called Game Night. Game Night. Um... Okay. Um, so because there was no, because this was not the Valentine's Day episode, can I guess that this will be the, okay. So I think that this will be the Valentine's Day episode just based on the date and maybe the, the crew decides that instead of like trying to do like Valentine's dates, they're all just going to have a game night at home. All right, so Valentine's Day episode, they have a game night instead At Marshall and Lily's house. Dates. Uh, it's an apartment, not a house. That's what I mean. And it's Marshall, Lily, and Ted. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for mansplaining this <laughs> podcast. Okay, so uh, those, are, those predictions are, are locked and loaded. We got no new points given this uh, week because we both whiffed it. Yeah. But uh, I think we, we did it. We covered both episodes. We seasons did. one, episodes 14 of Friends and How I Met Your Mother. Yep. You can <laughs> find us at, you can find this podcast, uh, past episodes, wherever you get podcasts. You can also find it at battleshippretension.com. That's where you can find my other podcast where I talk movies. And the website, I also review movies. There's all sorts of stuff to do there. You can um, follow me on, on Twitter at Davey Pretension. But more importantly, you can email us. Yeah. You can comment. On on the, on the battleshippretension.com on the website, we get comments there, but also you can email us any thoughts you have. Yeah, let us at, know. Yeah, the one where I met your mother at gmail.com. Yeah, let us know what you think, comments, whatever you got. Do you have anything else to plug? Nope, sure don't. Until, well, until next time, catch us at the perk. Perk.